Onyxvale, saints and sinners. You seem like you want revenge on any and everybody, not just the judge. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> All right, hello and welcome to uh, Onyxvale, saints and sinners, a Blades in the Dark podcast presented by Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your host, Tim Williams, and uh, yeah. Here we're just talking about uh, a fun thing that we're going to add when we do introductions. So for today, instead of having, if they want to plug art, they can plug art. Our cast members can also come up with a fun fact about the world where I, within reason, will begrudgingly add it into said world space. So, uh, He says that with disdain, but he's the one that opened the door. I'm excited for it, actually. It keeps me on my toes. So, <laughs> As uh, Jeff, the uh, DM for Tidefall, said, he goes, uh, I've only met three paradigms of DM, and you're the fourth one, and that's just chaos. <laughs> chaos. Uh, we're gonna. We're actually going to start with the person who missed last episode. So, Chris, uh, if you have anything you're working on or would like to come up with a special fact about the world. Uh, you hear that? calling me out like that um right also you can just talk to us about what you've been up to so what have you well, been, what have you been up to i well um over the last month reason i've been out uh the sleepy hollow renaissance fair has come and went um so that that was fun the the weirdest thing uh uh was this group of uh patrons that was going around handing out tiny little plastic babies to uh to people oh god uh, yeah, you know, and a group of them came up like, do you want a baby? I'm like, wait, what? And then they pulled out this bag and yeah, it was full of them. Uh, our, our entire show uh, got uh, plenty of them. Uh, I got one that rode around in my hat. Uh, um, we had a, uh, a an actor named Dane who played Gabe in Next to Normal. Uh, he got a blue one and named it Gabe. Uh, for those of you that are uh, read up on theater, you can probably understand why that's actually really messed up. Um, Hashtag spoilers for Next to Normal. Right. If you haven't seen Next to Normal, spoilers. <laughs> Nothing explicit. We're still good. We're fine. It's fine. Just giving you the parts. You put the puzzle together. It's okay. That's a teaser. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, now, just about to make the segue into East High School's musical, they'll be working on Heather's. Um, and this will be the second time this year that I've been a part of it. Uh, I joked with the director that the sound design is already done because it is. <laughs> um, but I also am a fight choreographer for that. So I'll be helping design lights, helping make sure sound is up and running and doing fight choreography. So my uh, next couple of months is going to be quite busy on that front. Um, I think a little tidbit of things that I would like to add in the Onyx Vale. Uh, Locks disappeared uh, on the Festival of Gold. And the Festival of Gold is this facade put on by the uh, upper class to show that they really care about uh, the folks in the more impoverished ranks uh, among Onyx Vale. And they throw these lavish parties, but of course, none of the people that they claim to care about are actually invited. It's really more of an opportunity to bump elbows and grease some palms, if you uh, get my drift, because of the amount of opulence and gold that is on display in this particular festival. And as they say, what happens at the Festival of Gold stays at the Festival of Gold until the paper gets it. Otherwise, it would be called the Festival of Copper. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many Tidefall crossovers 
uh all right fantastic uh so yeah look out for that and fun fact actually so folks uh, a little bit about me is uh my job is i am a program director so i got to choose the next season for the uh high school program i work with and heather's was like literally number one pick and then legally blonde was the number two pick and we ended up going with legally blonde so that's a little cross wires there that was interesting so the next person i'm going to pass it off to is ted ted tell us what you've been up to Oh, you know me. Um, as someone with two children, what I primarily do is uh, I consume art rather than make it these <laughs> days. Uh, so I've been uh, really kind of enjoying. <laughs> it's gonna sound so like basic, but I've been having a really good time with uh, She-Hulk on Disney Plus. Um, oh my god, I love that show! It's so fun. <laughs> it's such a fun show. I oh, love five I think... pieces of it. Oh yeah, no, I I want as many seasons as possible. I just love the just the situational comedy of it has been fantastic. And uh I think one of the things I really love is they're like, Oh hey, Daredevil's gonna come out, but it's just like uh just like the weather on uh a fucking news thing. It's always gonna be like at the very last point, you just have to wait for it because uh, the next episode, they're like, "Oh, you thought Daredevil's going to be here? Psych!" So, <laughs> spoilers for She-Hulk. <laughs> Aren't you foolish? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just like fun little stuff like that. And outside of kind of what I've been consuming from uh, a television perspective, I've been—I uh, started up Cyberpunk 2077, so that's been a ride. Um, Does that update like completely flip the game on its head? I've heard it has. The update, like the most recent like patch, or somebody told me the updates to Cyberpunk have made it a different game, and I haven't pulled oh, it back it, up to see. It makes it a functional game, I suppose. Oh, so it um, is a different game. Take that, was, CD Project Red. <laughs> I was just thinking about getting back into that. It's like not perfect. It's still a. It's still a fucking mess, but <laughs> it's it's you have to you have to separate a lot less shit to get to the good bits i think that are there the the writing has been fantastic and the world building is incredible it's just you kind of have to like wash your hands every time you're done playing it because you're like all the t-posing and awkward animations seeing the same cowboy in two places i'm like what the fuck right Um, i uh I think I, I picked it back up like a week ago, actually, and I was playing it and everything, and I'm just like, man, I hate driving in this game. <laughs> it's not Driving's the worst. Oh, it's God. It's not fun. <laughs> uh, like, I even had, I like, I, I can have the best car in the game, and I still feel like it's a slog. <laughs> but as long as Jackie's with you, it's okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, Ted, do you have any fun facts about the world, or should we move on to the next person? Uh, when you uh, when somebody wants to say uh, like you know, be careful out there or take care of yourself, uh, they say something really bizarre. Uh, they say, uh, "Watch your fingernails," um, because in you know, in uh, recent enough memory, there was a plague that went through the Onyx Vale and probably the rest of the region. Uh, and one of the earliest signs that you were infected were that your fingernails would start to pop off or they'd get like purple and fall off. 
Um, so, I don't know. I just thought that'd be cool to put in there, like a plague or something. Feels very apropos. <laughs> shit covered street city kind of thing. Feels very current. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Actually, it's a really cool idea, so thank you for that. Uh, Callista, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been pretty busy with a lot of personal stuff lately. Um, but the only thing that I have been keeping up on is actually She-Hulk. <laughs> All right. I love that. This is not a Blades in the Dark podcast. This is just a She-Hulk appreciation podcast. Here I am, just watching Rings of Power by myself. <laughs> I'll get to it. I mean, also, like, it's the crazy thing to think about is, like, this is out, Andor's out, a new season of Bob's Burgers is out. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> it's too much at the same time. Right. <laughs> I can't keep up. Oh, definitely. All right. So, Calista, do you have a fun fact about the world space, or would you like us to pass it on to the next person? Oh, yeah. We've got a family restaurant that's been handed down throughout the generations um, in Lee Township, and it's called the Grumpy Fish. And that's where, on special occasions, uh, Lee and her family would go. Oh my god, I fucking love that. Okay. Oh, we're good. We gotta have something at the Grumpy Fish. Fantastic. Thank you, Calista. All right. Last but certainly not least, Andre, what do you have? Uh, what have you been up to? Um, Establishing his bakery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really should. Oh, I also, I upped my game on that. I found a generator that will put two different words together for me. So I have a giant list. Now. I'm very excited. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. Speaking that's of which, like actually. half the work. Speaking, right? Speaking of which, for you, Andre, uh, I had uh, somebody listen to it. You are the favorite from just for all of the... Uh, different types of desserts that you call Aww, people. Good. <laughs> That's nice. Food Thank is you. the way to the heart. <laughs> yep. Just me talking about food all the time. That's it. Right. Um, but yeah, I've been uh, I've been working on Stabby Stab Stab, which is the story of the two girls who attempted uh, to murder someone to go to the Slender Mansion. Uh, so that's been really fun. I got to hear, because we're going to have live music, and uh, one of the musicians, uh, they'll be on stage. I will also be on stage calling the show, which should be really fun. Um, but they were uh, they played some of the music for us, and oh my god, it's like it's like a little Silent Hill-ish, but like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's going to be really good. I'm very excited about it. And hopefully we can like put it on the internet for people to see. I don't know about that. I'll find out. And when are the dates for that again? Um, we open on October 20th, and we go from October 20th through the 20th, I want to say 24th. Okay. 24th. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Uh, any uh, thing about the world space that you'd like to add? I don't know how you're going to take it, but... Oh, that's how <laughs> we have these moments. <laughs> um there there's a vigilante that goes around called uh the phantom dresser and he he finds criminals but instead of like telling them to stop or making them do good he just makes them look really nice really pretty and he cuts their hair too honestly i'm i'm here for that <laughs> queer eye for criminals yeah <laughs> phenomenal 
It's the real uptick in their confidence that really makes them change their ways. Yeah, that's that's what does it there. Oh yeah, they are like, oh wow, if this if this is what I look like, I don't need the criminal way. <laughs> I can turn away from this. Look how amazing I look. Fantastic. Yeah, help him get a job with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a fun intro. All right. Uh we're gonna to send it off to the narrator and uh we'll get started. And so Hello, narrator! Toby, Toby, it's me. Oh, uh, hey there, Mr. Locks. Good to see you. Uh, quiet. I don't want people to know that I'm here. Oh, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Uh, Mr. Locks, good to see you. Uh, likewise, Toby. Uh, how are those new shoes treating you? Oh, man. The, oh, are we whispering about the shoes, too? Well, you've already kind of let the cat out of the bag, so why not? I love the shoes. They're so comfortable. They got good. that fancy new sole at the bottom. They're perfect. Good, 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 good. Uh, well... Uh, I just need a newspaper right quick, my boy, and then you can be about your business. Right, 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 right. Here's a paper for you. Uh, good seeing you, and thanks again for the shoes. Uh, you're, you're welcome, but shh, shh, shh. Extra, extra, read all about it. Shocking robbery at Art Prodigy's show. Onyxvale police say this may be the working of a new gang. Police chief says this won't affect the Festival of Gold. Extra, extra, All right, so where we were at on the last episode of the Onyx Vale is uh, Lox was off doing whatever Lox do. I'm sure we'll find that out shortly. Uh, And the rest of the crew uh, not only recruited a couple new people, but then decided to tackle an art heist. Uh, And that went pretty well. uh, Abner here did a lot of uh, heavy lifting in regarding to getting everything making sure everything went according to plan. You guys did it perfectly. You wound up with exactly uh, one new wanted level and a decent amount of reputation points from that. And so, we now enter the free play aspect of the game. Before we get started, uh, we're going to actually... We see, once again, the camera is panning above the city. And as it kind of comes in on a slow zoom we get we come on to one of the different pubs in lee township in fact actually it's more or less a pub but more of a family restaurant this restaurant is called the grumpy fish and uh <laughs> yeah you just gave me that i'm just gonna use it <laughs> and, uh, here we see lee and thomas getting food And so, as you guys go up and order your food and everything, uh, Thomas, as you're eating, because you kind of think of it as kind of like a deli, you guys are at the bar area, do you guys say anything to each other? So, like, what is a family restaurant? What does that even mean? 
just one that's been passed down throughout the generations that they own and operate that hasn't been taken over like a fast food restaurant. Wow. Uh, I didn't know those existed. Uh, yeah, no. Seriously, I'm just like, oh, great, now there's franchises in my world. No, 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 no. Just, yeah, on it's not owned by some like wealthy guy who lives uh, with all the people that show off their wealth during the Gold Festival. That's, Heroes. that's pretty cool, you know? Heroes hoping Onyx Kings was a thing. <laughs> and so, as you guys are eating and everything, uh, uh, Thomas, you feel the hair on your back of your neck stand up, and you just hear, you see one, you see two words just flash in your mind that says behind you. As you turn, you see three of the Onyx Vale PD, uh, three of their inspectors, have just entered uh, the restaurant. And you hear the person behind the counter just goes, Oh, hello. Uh, welcome to uh, Grumpy Fish. Uh, I am the owner. Uh, my son came up with the name. His name is Bean. Good. It was and, the uh, first thing I thought of too. So, <laughs> and he and he goes, "What can I get for you?" And they just kind of like wave their hand. They're like, uh, "Actually, we're here to talk to you." And he, and uh, Thomas, you feel this whole presence happening, and then they don't—they ignore you entirely, and they turn to you, and they go, "Lee, Lee Tyndall." Who's asking? And uh, he pulls out a badge, Onyx Vale PD. My name is Inspector. Uh, Cartwright, this is Inspector Andrews and Inspector Hornwood. We need Hornwood, you to come eh? with us. All right. What's this about? And uh, he goes, we just have some questions we'd like to ask you down at the station. So if you please come with us, we can ask you there. Sus. You don't have to go with them, you know, unless they produce a warrant. <clears throat> Uh, Lee's going to look at her food and say, well, if we can have this conversation here, maybe at a different table or something, I'd really like to finish my meal. Uh, do me a favor. Roll me a sway for that. Uh, am I helping? Or hurt it. Do you want? <laughs> do you want to help? Well, first and foremost, as you turn, and you look at these people. You do notice that one of the inspectors no, is looking I at heard, you. I heard you. <laughs> I heard what you said. Uh, I would say at this point, hurting. <laughs> Assuming this is risky. Uh, desperate because oh, no. of uh, Thomas's interjection. All right, let's see what we got here. All right, so uh, you have zero dice. It, so you have zero action points in Sway. So that means you roll two dice and you will take the lowest result. And so uh, you rolled a five and a four. That means you do succeed, but there are some issues. And so as you do that, uh, Inspector Andrews turns to Carwhite and goes, you and I can take it. Hornwood, you make sure everybody else is outside. Come with us. And uh, they walk to the very back booth. In the meantime, Hornwood turns to you, uh, Thomas, and goes, out. Now. Uh, 
Thomas shrugs his shoulders and like keeps his stare. And so, uh, but do you exit from that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so uh, he's gonna grab you by the arm and just kind of like uh, start kind of like dragging you out, and he goes. And everybody else is uh, exiting, even the family at this point. Inspector, my food, it's getting cold. And he goes, I'm sure you can get a to-go box. And uh, he drags you outside. (laughs) In the meantime, uh, the other two have taken a seat at one of the booths. Uh, Lee, do you follow? I do follow, but before I take a seat, I slide a knife uh, under... Under my um, shirt, so it's uh, you know pressed against my forearm where I could easily reach it if I like bent and bent my wrist correctly. Okay. And so as they sit down there and they go, uh, so you sit down to join them and they go, Captain Lee Tyndall, the thirty uh, ninth, right? Correct. And uh, they go, so uh, tell me, what were you doing on the night of, I don't know, about two weeks ago? As you flash back, two weeks ago was the exact time that you guys were in the middle of stealing uh, paintings from the art gallery. Uh, Lee's going to shake her head and go... Uh, which which night? Um, uh, you know, I was I was probably at home most of those nights, but I just want to be sure we're talking about the same one. And so they go. This would have been a uh, Tuesday, right? And the one, and Andrew says to Carthright, and Carthright nods. Lee's gonna think about that for a second and then go. Oh, yeah, that was the night that I went out and had a drink with a couple of buddies. We were out so late. Oh, my God. I was so drunk. They had to help me home. I'm so sorry. What is this containing? And they go, and before they do that, they go, these buddies, what are their names? And, uh, yeah, they just start with uh, these buddies. What are their names first and foremost? I'd like to know what this is about before we continue. And they go, uh, especially because I don't want them to tell you any embarrassing stories from that night if you catch my drift. And so they go, recently, Reginald Ellingsworth's art gallery was broken into. And knowing that you technically were supposed to be in prison, we're starting to wonder if you might have had a hand in it. Um, so that technicality was in fact false, first of all. And second of all, um, no, I would not, uh, want to be involved with any, would you say that was art? No. Um, I am celebrating my freedom because, uh, I like being here in Lee Township where I can... Um, drink to my heart's content. All right. In the meantime, we're going to actually put ourselves right outside. And so Thomas, uh, 
as you uh, get forced outside and everything, your brother, your brother, Detective Hornwood, looks at you and goes, what the hell are you doing here? What the hell are you doing here? And he goes, my job! That person is a dangerous criminal. That's why I'm here. Are they a dangerous criminal? If so, why didn't you just arrest him? Because we're trying to act, put together oh, information. Oh, you don't know! And he goes, please, just please tell me you had nothing to do with that. With what? He goes, look, we are investigating a new gang on the scene that happens to have committed the robbery of uh, the art gallery two weeks ago. Yeah, I heard about that. And so he goes, yeah, and we're trying to figure it out because that person in there happened to talk a little bit about it and Inspector Matthews heard it and that's why we were sent here. Do you know anything? Nah, that sounds like a gang operation and you know me, I couldn't possibly have any friends. And he kind of he kind of looks at you like uh, he kind of gets kind of like a stone face look at you, and he just goes, "You know, I'm just trying to protect you, all right? And these are not the type of people you want as friends, anyway." And who would I want as friends, Jack? And. Uh, just as he's about to respond, you hear another person goes, Inspector Hornwood! And he, tur- and he turns, uh, and he turns, as he turns, he sees a, uh, you see a military uh, commander there. And he goes, I inspect that you are currently questioning a suspect? And Hornwood goes, No. We're Sorry. brothers. <laughs> this is my common brother. mistake. And and he goes, ah, oh, what a irregular family outing I see. I take it Inspector Andrews and Cothright are in there. And uh, Horn- Jack Hornwood responds, yes, sir. Uh, and so he goes, good. I will be joining him, mind you. And he nods and he lets this guy through. And Lee, as you are still talking with them, you hear the door open. It closes. And as you do so, you realize, as you look over the table, you see the one guy who is the reason you're in prison to begin with. This is Sergeant Blackwood. Lee is going to sit up a little straighter narrow her eyes a little bit and and go silent if she was speaking and he goes and he goes he looks he looks down to you and he goes wouldn't there be a salute soldier i am your sergeant there major what you were my sergeant major but your actions led to uh, my discharge. Mm. And uh, what did the court say about that? The courts don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. Here's what they all say. Andrews, Carthright, thank you. I'll take it from here. And they shuffle out and, you, and uh, he sits down and goes, So, 
I see you've turned to a life of crime. I've done no crime, unless getting drunk and passing out is suddenly a crime. Oh, don't bullshit me, Tyndall. I'm not bullshitting you. And he goes, and he goes, really? Then how the hell are you out of prison? Not to mention, uh, the whole fact of the matter is, Matthews caught you about two weeks ago talking about it. Now, we're not here to put you back in there. No, you're a lot more useful outside. You're only useful, though. But I could say useful. Hell, you're a great shot. So here's what I'm thinking. I have something I need you to do. You do that, and uh, let's just say this much. Your gangs, this little thing about the whole art gallery just kind of goes by the wayside. What do you say? I say the last time I did something for you, it ended me up in prison. Well, then don't do the wrong thing. She's going to lean forward a little bit and go, you can take your request and shove it up where the sun don't shine. (laughs) He laughs and he goes, oh, Tyndall, you haven't changed at all. The thing is, I could do that. Or, one, I could bust that kid out there who was arguing with his brother. What kid? Oh, you know what kid I'm talking about. Don't play dumb. Not to mention, I could bust every associate that you've been working with over there at the uh, Milk's Maid Jacket, right? Where's that? <laughs> and is that, uh, is that and, a uh, he goes, bar? And uh, he goes, you know where it is. You know it's a bar. You know that you've been working out of there. We've been seeing you go in and out of there for the past week. Now, here's what you're going to do for me. You broke out of a prison, so I don't see why not. You can break right back into it, take out a person who has some info on our dear police chief, and then, who knows? Sounds like the uh, Onyx Vale PD will only owe you a favor. He uh, opens up what looks like a satchel next to him, pulls out what looks like a manila folder, puts it on the table, and slides it to you. You don't do that. Well, we'll come visit again. And who knows? Maybe the recluse will get blamed for something else. I'm sorry. There's a game named after a spider? Never said it was a spider. And uh, he walks out. In the meantime, uh, we cut back to where uh, Thomas and his brother are. And so after that, he just goes, you should go home. Where's that? <laughs> May I ask? Uh, back back where mom and dad live? Back where I get yelled at and treated like a second class citizen in my own home? Is that where I should go? And so he's, he's definitely like rubbing the bridge of his nose and he just goes, no, I mean, look, if you want, you can always come to my place, all right? I just, you don't have to be out on the street and everything. And just as he finishes that, uh, 
Sergeant Major Blackwell comes out and he goes, and he goes, uh, Hornwood. Yes. Join me. And he turns and he goes, cute. And he turns to Jack. Please join me. We need you back at the police station. And uh, Andrews and Carthwaite will be with you as well. And uh, he turns and he goes, we'll finish this conversation later. And they start to walk away. Um, if I could stop Jack for a second. All right. And so as you run up to stop Jack, he just turns and goes, what is it? Uh, just be careful. I don't know who that guy is, but I get some really bad vibes from him. Just take care of yourself. Look over your shoulder. Uh, roll a consort for me. Okie dokes. <laughs> uh, desperate? Risky? Uh, let's say risky for now. Okay. And he goes, Thomas, he's a member of our military. I trust him. And he turns and he walks away. Idiot. And so is there anything else that you got uh, Lee and uh, Thomas would like to talk about or do? Otherwise, uh, we'll move on to another group. Just like a quick like summary of what we both like went through. I don't know. Okay, so yeah, uh, immediately like, you go, each other. You know, yeah, like, you immediately oh. go. Actually, I did realize that. Uh, first and foremost, Lee, let me ask you this: Do you do you open the folder? Uh, yes, I do open the folder. And so, as you open the folder, you find that it's one the prison that you broke out of, and uh, the name on the and there's a name and a photo. You notice. One of the characteristics of this person first before you look at the name. You notice that they don't have any fingers. And then you look at the name and you realize that they want you to take out Mal, the sharpshooter that you were supposed to help in the prison. Oh, shit. And so we see we see this brief little montage of you guys sharing basically what happened there. Do you guys actually want to roleplay that part or do we want to move on to another group? Um, and I, I do want to role play that just a little bit. Okay. So Thomas, you come back in and you sit at the booth that uh, Lee is eating at, and you know Lee Lee has a very like fuck look on their face. Um. Lee continues reading the file and then looks up and says, "Was that?" Was that uh, Hornwood related to you? That's my brother. You need to be careful. Oh, I know. <laughs> no. There's an Inspector Matthews, and he's got it out for me. And so does that uh, that military man that just came in. Yeah, who the hell was that guy? <sighs> he was my old commanding officer. And he was the one who changed an order, and that's what landed me in prison. His name is 
Sergeant Major Blackwell. Okay. And he gave us something to do. And she's going to um, slide over the folder and say, this is a sharpshooter. We were friendly. And I told him I would help him get out of the prison. And then he didn't get out. But now, for some reason, they want him out. Because apparently he has dirt on the police chief. Like they want him out of the prison or out of life? You know, I'm not really sure. But I'm going to do my damnedest to protect him. Fuck that guy. Let's go. All right. You got, you got, I got your back. Okay. Thank you. As she closes the file and walks out. So, yeah. And so do you guys head to the milk's maid, milk, milk's maid's jacket? Mm-hmm. I get my food to go and then, yeah. Okay. And so you guys head off to the milk's maid's jacket. Let's check in with another group. So Abner or Lop, uh, Abner or Archibald, who would like to go next? I can go. So where is Abner? Um, I think, I think he's in the back of the milkmaid's jacket, um, already, uh, talking, talking to, um, Fasili, just looking at the walls and going, okay, now hear me out. I believe we can put a tapestry on this wall here. What do you think? And then goes, tapestry, a tapestry of what, my daughter? Of all of us in the group, I think it would be absolutely beautiful here, and it would be a historic moment for once we rise, and then people will realize who we are, and once they figure out this room exists, after we've moved, of course, um, this will be just a historical wall. And he goes, oh, so like a museum of everything. Uh, Of sorts, yes, something like that. And he goes, it could be a good idea. One thing. Once we get enough coin going, it could be kind of like a museum that could help out the community and everything. This is one community. thing I want. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. And then also, we should paint the rest of these walls. It's so drab in here. I don't like it. And he goes, Yes, I know. The old gal has some holes in it. <sighs> it does need. I, I believe we should patch up several of those, or we should have people do that. I, I would prefer not to myself, but I can. I can I can do that if that is what you require. He chuckles a little bit and he goes, yes, yes, yes. You should have seen this place 15 years ago. We used to have big bands all over the Onyxville Commons. It was a little bit of a dance hall, so to speak. Oh, you know, but... quite interesting. Yes, it was a front... They used to not have taverns back then, so uh, they didn't want anybody selling alcohol, as they say. It is a, one of those gateway uh, activities to crime, so to speak. And <laughs> that got them. <laughs> yes, I, I am aware of the downfalls of alcohol. Thank you. And he goes, and he goes, so, Abner, how, is, uh, how are things going with your family? Not not particularly well, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, it's kind of why I'm doing what I am doing at the moment, uh, just to smooth things over, if you will. You know how it is. Oh, I know how it is. This work pays, and you need money quick. 
And he go and he goes, um, he looks he still looks around the walls and everything and he just goes You're a good kid, Abner. You did a lot of good work with that previous stuff. Speaking of which, uh, this is why I wanted to let you know of something that, well, it is not something that needs to be done immediately, but something I would consider a personal favor. Oh, my brave little puff cake, please tell me. And he goes, well, as you can see, and he kind of like pats his legs, he goes, about 15 years ago when I ended up in prison, I lost my ability to walk. Well, I can and, see that by the condition you're in. Yes, I remember that. And he goes, unfortunately what happened is we were going to break into a train. Little did we know the train was booby-trapped and the rest of the crew that I worked with at the time, they all died in the explosion except me. That is how I lost my legs. I'm terribly well, sorry. He goes, no, no, it's it's okay. But I did hear this. This there is a uh, manufacturer in the city. His name is Jeremiah Jones. Uh, he has a business called Jones Manufacturing. It is. Uh, well, to be honest with you, they mainly manufacture weapons and different other, like, metal siding, stuff for constructions, that sort of deal. But they also have been looking into getting into prosthetics. I'm not sure how they're powering it. But apparently they've got an ability to get a person's legs again. If you could figure out a way to get it, I would be most grateful. Oh, there is nothing I would adore more, my darling little cream puff. We will do that post-haste. I Once the others get here, let's talk about it with everyone, shall we? He goes, of course, and no worries. If it is something that is not doable at this moment, it's, there will be time. We will find the time, I'm sure. Fantastic. Is there anything else Abner would like to do, or can we move on to the next person? I think I'm good, actually. All right. So, Locks or Archibon, where have you been? <laughs> so, when the Festival of Gold starts, think like Festival and Mardi Gras on steroids. Um, like, we've got parades with floats that are just loaded down with gold. Like, there's so much gold that kind of makes you want to puke. Um, and being that, uh, Lox is very much, uh, duty bound just by his upbringing to take part in it, which he has, he, uh, went on, I guess, a bit of a bender in all of the lavish extravagance that this festival means. And, uh, he's just now finally getting back into town. Um, cause, uh, you know, he's thinking to himself, he's like, uh, that festival. I love it as much as I hate it. Uh, you know, as the, the carriage is starting to roll back into town. So I will say this much, with because of the bender that you had, actually it's going to clear all harm that you had and stress. So any levels of harm that you might have, make sure you clear those two. Ah, uh, so like I see battered from the first episode, so that goes away now, yeah? 
Yep. Uh, usually what happens, and so this is the best part about a bender. One, the the cons of it is you don't play the character, but two, they come back completely stress-free, and harm is also healed. Hey, vacation. Um. Pretty much. <laughs> and so, uh, all right. And so, where are you in the city? So, you know, just sitting in the carriage, just, you know, he's got definitely a hangover because, you know, the finest wines, the finest meats, the f- just this absolute disgusting display of extravagance in the name of helping the less fortunate by not helping the less fortunate. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, like, you know, so he very much, like, as much as he loves the expensive things in life, he also hates the fact that it's like, what's the absolute point of it? So what they don't know is in some of his uh, things he brought back, there is a chest that is full of different gold pieces that he intends to give Vasily uh, to kind of like level off the, uh, like, yeah, I had a really, really wonderful, opulent time at the expense of others. This is how I'm going to level it out. Okay. <laughs> is by like pocketing a pretty decent sized chest full of, you know, gold coins, uh, candlesticks, you know, d- different things that are just 24 karat gold. It's like, here, Vasily, if, if anybody can use these for something that's not a disgustingly vomit-inducing display of opulence, it's you. Ooh, okay. Well, a peace offering, so to speak. Uh-huh. Fantastic. So as you're on your way in, you uh, you feel the carriage kind of like slowly come to a stop. You notice that you're kind of at one of those intersections. When, as you look out the window, you see Tobias, and you just go and hear, hear him as a paperboy going, Extra, extra, read all about it! And he turns and he sees you in the carriage, and he goes, Oh, sir! There's uh, paper for you! I, yes, fine. Can you yell a little bit less loud? Oh, Sorry! No, you have a job to do. It's fine. And instead of like, I think it's usually like one like copper piece for a paper. He gives him two gold coins. Like, keep the change. And uh, he just goes, blimey. And he pockets it and hands you a newspaper. And in the newspaper, uh, you happen to read uh, basically new gang called the Recluse uh, robs Reginald Ellingworth's prize new painting. Oh, what was the guy's name? Reginald Ellingworth. Yep. Oh, Reginald. I was talking to that bastard during the festival. Well, you know, if you weren't sucking down wine like it was your birthright, maybe you would have been at your art gallery. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a flashback there because technically he was <laughs> he was at his art gallery, but this was Oops. you a couple days. You caught him a couple days later. Right. And he was basically bemoaning that his stuff was all missing. <laughs> right, like, like there's this flashback, like, he is drinking awful heavily, isn't he? Right. <laughs> and, and so, uh, and so, yeah, and then as you flip over there, you do notice, uh, you do see an article, and it goes, uh, uh, Inkwell's Manor, myth or reality? Oh, and so they said, and basically you look a little bit closer to it as you're reading and everything. You say you uh, you hear basically 
that apparently there have been reports of a well-preserved manor in the warehouse district, which doesn't make sense because, you know, it's a warehouse district. And so you think to yourself, well, maybe this is just somebody, a slow day at the newspaper and such. But you do notice that one of the people's names on there uh, is somebody you know and is uh, is basically uh, a person named... Faust. Oh, Faust, the librarian. Good. And so, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to do, or are you heading straight to the milk milkmaid's jacket? I uh, I think he's going to turn to Tobias, you know, and go. Do you know anything about this? And he and he points at the you know the article about the manor house. Have you heard anything? And he goes. No, I mean, people, there has been some people who've seen it, but uh, nobody's gone in there because, you know, it would be awkward walking in being a poor person in a manor. No, I I do suppose that's fair, Tobias, but it's all just been hearsay, as far as you know. Well, actually, no, people have seen the real place. You know where Jones Manufacturing is? Apparently, it's just a little farther up the street from it. Fascinating. I didn't know Jones Manufacturing to take kindly to neighbors. Hmm. Thank you, Tobias. And he gives him another coin. Thanks, mister. Uh, uh, why must you yell? Wait till oh, I'm gone. He goes, oh, sorry. I, I, I get excited. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Tobias. You're doing good work. And he starts walking away before he starts yelling again. And so, and to the milkmaid's jacket, I assume. Yes. Fantastic. So, around this time, uh, Thomas, Lee, uh, Archibon, you get in there as uh, you hear uh, Vasily and Abner finish up their discussion. And uh, he turns, as you enter, he turns, he goes, Ah, Archibon! I was wondering where you get off to, but then I realized... Well, that confirms it. The Gold Festival, I take it. Uh, you are an intelligent man, Vasily, but I did bring you a present. And he puts down the chest and you just hear, <laughs> If anybody and, can make use of that, my friend, I feel like it's you. And uh, Vasily just goes, Very nice, very nice. Uh, we will. I have a person who can fence this for us. We will take care of this shortly. And Good. so, do me a favor on your uh, on your screen. You're going to add a new clock, and this is going to be a six sided clock, and uh, it's going to be called Fencing Gold Festival Gold. And here's where you tell me how to do that. So, if you go down to clocks in your roll twenty page, there is it literally says clocks. It's under your planning and load and friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, hit the plus. It'll give you a clock. And you can choose what number of clock you have. What is the significance of those numbers? Basically, meaning that's how many actions it will have to take. So, for instance, if you're doing a 12-sided clock, it's going to be a very complex project. So, for instance, let's say someone's like, I want to learn how to do enough magic to build a, to be able to portal myself around the world. That'd be a 12-sided one. Right. So, I picked Whereas, a six. Yeah, six, but this one is just somebody taking the time to sell all this stuff safely. Right. So fencing so, gold. Yep. And that'll be the name of the clock. And every session we'll roll to see how many times it takes. And then by the time that project fills up, uh, that will be 
money added to your guys's uh, coffers. Oh, pretty yeah, coffers pretty much. Alrighty. And so uh, Vasily turns to you and goes, we'll get that taken care of. In the meantime, I assume you're all here for work? I mean, that's why I'm back. I've been out of it for way too long. Oh, and we missed you, my smart, adorable truffle clever. And there's the bakery items. Good. I wish the feeling was mutual. I'm just going to set the folder on the table and go, I've got a job. Vasily goes, well, usually they don't have a folder with it. That is new. What is that about? Well, let's just say the, the coppers are on my tail and we need to break back in and out of the jail we just broke out of. Uh, Vasily just goes, shit, are they on our tail or just your tail? Mine? But Safe to say they're ours. probably on mine as well. They, they've they noticed our movings on in um in the bar. So, shit. What did they offer you in regards to this? A favor from the Onyxville PD. Well, favors do come in handy in this particularly tight situations. I would like to ask, what particular favor did they ask for? Or did they not name it? Well, we're breaking out my former spotter, Mal. Because apparently he's got something on the police chief. That could be particularly useful. I was thinking the same thing myself. He is not to be harmed. The fact that you and I had a similar thought makes me slightly ill, but that could be the hangover. Aren't you lovely? <laughs> and so Vasily goes, So, sounds like we might be breaking into the prison again. I actually well, have a reason to do that as well. There was a friend I met there, and I believe they could be helpful to us, but, uh, well, we got sidetracked by escaping ourselves. But if we can help them while we do this, I think we will have a good ally. All right. I so, don't believe in prisons myself, so I'm down to break anybody out of prison for any reason. Oh, my smelly little cookie. Thank you. What the fuck? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, welcome to the welcome to the bakery. It's good to have you come. Um, <laughs> Oh, like, a, like it's like a pungent cheese. Did you just call me smelly? <laughs> That's not important at the moment. Uh, Facili, I, uh, terribly sorry. The best we cheese could... is the smelly cheese. Oh, it really is, honestly. Uh, Facili, if we could table uh, what we had discussed until another time. And he goes, of course, this seems important. Really, I promise me. you we will deal with this. And he goes... No worries. We'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. For now, we should do whatever we need to to get the Onyx Veil PD off our tails. And uh, he looks to you and goes, I will state this right now. It is very important that this mission go off without a hitch. 
And so now we are in, so this is the one that you're picking. We're now into the planning and load phase. Uh, we'll do the planning and then we're going to take a break and we'll do the uh, load. So what? how are we going to get into this? We have the option of assault. We have the option of occult, deception, social, stealth, or transport. So I think Locks is going to present it. I do know the deputy warden, Vince. He owes me a favor. Now, I don't know how willing he's going to be, mind you, considering we broke out of there, but might be a little bit quieter of a way to get back in, perhaps. And so that sounds like stealth and or deception. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I don't really have much input in how do we get in there, but I think it would be really swell if we just broke everyone out. <laughs> that's assault. <laughs> Let's think on that a little later. Um, I believe I know somebody who has some costumes that we could possibly use to disguise ourselves as well. So if we go as your guard, Lux, I believe we may be able to get in. That is fair, and I at least have an alibi for where I was. Alrighty, so it sounds like... Okay, so, good news is we got our deception. It sounds like we have a little bit of the stuff that we can use for uh, entry points. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break, and once we get back, we'll get into our loadouts as well as the engagement roll. Alrighty, we'll be back shortly. And we're back. So where we left off, we decided to go the deception route for this particular heist. And so uh, we're going to go into our item loadout. So just a quick reminder for those at home. Loadout means basically they're choosing how much stuff they're carrying in. This determines their movement speed. The more stuff they have, the slower it is to get have them get around. So let's start with locks. Locks, what is going to be your load, and what items are you bringing with you? So, beam, So his main idea is that we're still going to use the Festival of Gold. Mm-hmm. And he wants to spin it to his guy on the inside, Vince, mm-hmm. that this is an act of charity among the elite to spring three people from prison, okay. pay their bail off no matter what it is. Okay. And so he's going to have an official, like he's drafting up a very official looking uh, letter that has um, a, like the uh, blank namespaces on the bottom. So the three that we get to spring out will sign this and it'll, you know, enter into public record and uh, become something official. So he's got that letter on him uh, for starters. But. I don't. I don't think he's going to take anything else. All right. So, uh, sub load light. All right. So let's see here. Uh, Abner, what are you? Locking shadow. What are you going to uh, take with you? Um, I'm probably going to stay light. Uh, I'm going to take a fine disguise kit and trance powder just in case I need to do anything. All righty. And uh, Hawk, what about you? 
Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> uh oh. Are you talking right now? Hawk has flown the coop. Oh no, not me muting again. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have a light load with a blade or two. Okay. As as well as some burglary gear, just in case we get into a tight spot, and some subterfuge subterfuge supplies. All right, fantastic. And last but certainly not least, Soothsayer, what do you bring with you? Oh, man, I wish I knew what any of my ghost stuff did. Uh, <laughs> but I canonically do not. Um, so I guess I'm bringing a light load with some knives. And I'm going to bring a pistol. Okay. You know, just in case. And tinkering tools. Okay. All right. So uh, in regards to this part is uh, we have now entered the uh, we've entered the engagement role part of this. So uh, in regards to engagement role, as always, you guys get plus one dice for sheer luck. <laughs> and then we get to add per things. One, you're breaking into a prison you just broke out of. That's pretty that's pretty friggin daring. So that's another dice right there. So you have two dice. Uh, I will say this much, uh, with uh, Lox's use of the inside guy at the prison, that's another dice. With Abner's use of costumes, that's another dice. And I'm trying to think of... And another uh, dice is basically the plan you have. So, you have plus five dice for this one. I don't see how this is going to end badly at all. (laughs) Uh... So if anybody would like to roll fortune, please do so now. I did it last time, so. Who would like I, to take it this time? I don't trust myself. Someone else do it. You know what? I will. This is, all right. What a great idea. <laughs> You're off your roll. <laughs> wow. All right. So the good news is, is we take the high number and uh, we roll a two, six, three, three, and a five. The good news is... It's a six. That's going to get you guys in fantastic position. So uh, we see, basically, uh, we see the carriage roll up, and out walks, uh, out walks Archibon, and then followed by, and so I, so just so I'm clear, you guys are going to play uh, Archimon's three bodyguards, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so. As you do so, uh, you walk up to the main gate, and the guard there looks very perplexed, and he just goes, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can I help you, sir? Why, yes, I need to speak with Deputy Warden Vince. I am here on behalf of the Westchester family as part of of the Festival of Gold. Don't worry, he's already been notified. And I'd like to trigger a flashback. Sure. <laughs> uh, if I may. So while, you know, he was drafting up the letters, he also sent one off to his father and went, uh, dearest father, I have a wonderful idea to really up your standing in the eye of the public. I feel that it is in our best interest to spring people from prison. And I say that because we believe in second chances. And what a wonderful way to win over the hearts and minds of those in a lesser position than to 
pull them from prison. So, you know, he, he has both the letter that he sent to Vince um, outlining what's going on, but also to his father uh, to try to, you know, he, he, he looked far enough ahead and went, well, there's going to be blowback if he doesn't know about it. So let's, let's head that off now. All right. So with that amount, that sounds, eh, it's not too complex. Take a stress for that. One stress for me. All right. And because of how well you guys rolled at the start of this, uh, he's going to go, uh, yeah, all right. Let's, let's, yeah, absolutely. Uh, come on in. And uh, so you guys are able to head back into the cart, and he is the one who leads you into the prison because this is technically an outer gate. And then he leads you into the main prison from there. As you do so, you find two other guards there. Now, uh, do me a favor. Um, as you guys get close, one of the other guards, uh, and this is for technically Abner, Hawk, Abner and Hawk, and actually Lox as well. So Walking Shadow, Lox, and uh, Hawk. You realize that the one of the guards there who meets you to take you up to where Vince's office is, is one of the guys that you broke out of prison when you first encountered when you were all in solitary. Hmm. I think, you know, right. Locks definitely takes and he's, he's keeping in mind and, you know, things of that matter. And he, he starts to pull back in his own military training, which he had to do uh, growing up in Eruvia. Son, is there a reason why your sidearm is completely uh, under maintenance? And uh, he goes, he, he looks down and goes, well, and so roll me. Uh, what would you think? So, what are you trying to get him to do there? So, question. basically, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get him to like maybe pay less attention, but also like while I've called out this obvious flaw, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but if you polish it off right quick, nobody will be any the wiser. Like trying right. to win him over. So, arguably, that could probably be a sway. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll go for that. So, let's do a sway. And this is going to be risky, and effect is going to be standard. Risky effect standard. Anybody like to assist him? So, or would you like to push yourself and take two stress? Remind me. So, in uh, this game, what can happen is when you push yourself, you take two stress and you can add a bonus die. Or you can accept a devil's bargain. And Mm. you can do one or the other. If not, and also another person can assist you, they take two stress and then you can roll. So I, I think, I think you know, he, he realizes and he turns back to Hawk. Wouldn't you say that that firearm is in very poor condition? Hawk, are you assisting? Yeah, Hawk nods and goes, ah, it hasn't been cleaned lately. And the last job, last cleaning job was pretty spotty. You can see the edge right there was missed. See, we're just trying to help you out, son. Why don't you Fair. take a moment and clean that as we walk? Fantastic. Let's roll a uh, sway. Say, so uh, is there a bonus to that yeah. help? Or? Yeah, sway with two bonus, no, with one bonus dice if one you're bonus. not pushing yourself. All right, not pu- not pushing myself. All right, sweet. All right, so we rolled a one and a four. So uh, basically, what that means is we're going to take the higher risk one because you have an extra one in there. If you had zero action points in there would have taken a lower one. And so that means you get a success with some disadvantage to it. I would say he kind of looks at you, looks down at his gun, looks back, and just goes, 
Right. And so, uh, Ab- uh, so Locks, you take an extra two stress for that. All right. And so he starts walking you through the prison area. And so as he's walking you through the prison area, he goes, I'll be honest with you. I've been working here about five years now. And uh, so this is the first time I've heard any of the uh, gold festival elites trying to buy somebody out of prison. Oh, absolutely. My dear, wonderful father, Mr. Westchester, believe that it'd be another way to extend the graciousness of the elite and try to allow for second chances that only money can buy. It's a very new thing, literally, just this this, this festival, actually. And he nods and goes, huh. all right. And so he leads you upstairs, and as you do so, uh, Mal, you happen to actually kind of look in the area and uh, while they're walking, it, the other three are, and they're talking, is what are the other three doing? I'm trying very hard to look like a bodyguard. <laughs> uh, you know what? Do me a favor. Why don't you roll me a finesse while you do that? Of course. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel is like that, that would be a finesse, risky? right? Is that risky? <laughs> yeah, let's do risky for now. It's desperate. We'll do desperate later. Is it finesse? And standard effect for now. Sure, I think that makes sense. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Hard oh, oh, oh no. boy. So. Oh, uh, no. So in this game, when you roll double ones, that is considered a critical fail. <laughs> so uh... <laughs> that's not fair. I only had to roll twice because I don't have any points in finesse. This is fucked up. <laughs> so oh, uh, here is what happens with that. Uh, so actually, so here's what I want you to do. Uh, so. Thomas, as you go forward, you kind of like looking around, and you don't realize like an uneven brick is kind of you tr- kind of trip over it. Your hat falls off and kind of rolls down a, a, a hallway real quick. As you go and pick up, you see what looks which like, I crawl over to get, of course, like a child. <laughs> yeah, and so you're kind of drawing attention to this, and as you pick it up, you feel what feels like a cold breeze come across your neck, and you realize the lights in the entire hallway have gone out. Hello? And you he- you just hear kind of like a wind going. And there's only like maybe light about maybe two or three meters around you on each side. And do me a favor. Mm-hmm. That clock that you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fill it for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, uh, and that's the only reason because like, you know, you rolled a critical fail and everything. And so, uh... You see what looks like two people in front of you. These two people are completely just uh, are just there, okay? And you see that one of them is roughing up the other one, maybe kind of like for like debt collection, but you don't really know. And you feel a hand on your shoulder, and you go, and uh, as you do so, you hear a voice just go, "Thomas, now is the time." 
I need you to enact my judgment. You see that man there, and you see, and uh, he points to the one that's currently roughing up the other person. And he goes, that man has killed dozens and dozens of people, and he is due back out in the streets in four days. Kill him. So I kind of imagine this kind of flickers in and out of like um, Thomas's perspective and kind of what's happening. It's kind of like he sort of slowly stands up straight, like his demeanor completely like loosens up a little bit. Like you kind of see his face and he's just like flushed and his like eyes aren't really focusing on anything. Mm -hmm. As he, (laughs) good thing I brought it, uh, draws his pistol, takes three paces forward and blows this dude away. Okay, so uh, what's going to happen here? Uh, so let's let's so first and foremost, uh, let's uh, so as you guys do this, uh, Lee, you notice uh, that Thomas has kind of like crawled off, and just as they go to pick it up, they kind of just stop there, and yeah, they kind of just pick up the hat and they just kind of stop there, and you notice one thing is as they're stopped there, they're shaking. Lee's going to go over and kind of kick him a little bit and go, this isn't what you were taught in basic training. Come on, get up. They don't respond. Lee's going to look a little bit panicked over to the other two. And so as the guys, because what happened is you guys are basically at this gate where it goes into the admin section of the building. And this guy is currently just fumbling with the keys. He's not watching any of this at the moment. And you see, uh, you see basically Tom, you two turn and you see Thomas basically shaking there and not doing anything. What's going on? What are you guys going to do? So I think Locks goes like, oh, oh, come on, come on, son. Like he, he's trying to like mislead him with the keys. Like, no, uh-huh. is, it, is it that one? No, no, it's it's all right. I, I, I understand I am a Westchester. This is kind of a big deal, but no, no, need, no need to panic. You know, and... trying to keep him focused in on those keys. Fantastic. That sounds like misdirection. What would you what would you say the skill is for that one? I would say sway because it says bluff, and I'm very obviously bluffing. All right, yeah, we can do sway. Uh, push, pushing yourself, or is anybody assisting with that? I would. My stress is really high. <laughs> I'm about to say Abner has like damn near full stress on. This. I'm almost. <laughs> I'm incredibly stressed right now. <laughs> uh, I would, but I'm basically an NPC right now. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He's, he's got major lag <laughs> I, right I now. I come over and I help. Yeah, I got it. No, 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 no. Are you going to push yourself for the bonus dice? No. Nah. All right. And we'll take a roll. So what was the... So it'll be sway. This will be risky and standard. Standard. I think we're fine. Nice. Bullshit. God. <laughs> what a cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. So. I, one thing I'm good at is discussing keys and opening doors. Uh, so he rolled a six. So, yeah, you keep him currently occupied and everything. In the meantime, though, Lee and Abner, you notice that uh, Thomas has turned and now he's pulling a gun out. <laughs> 
and he takes one step to two people at the other end of the hallway. Uh, I'm going to do my best to get closer and try to uh, grab the gun, and if only to hold it towards the floor. Alrighty, so... Uh, so... Abner, not Abner. Uh, so, Soothsayer, as you pull the gun out, you kind of like walk forward and everything, and you feel an arm on there, but you don't see this arm, you just feel it. And uh, you start to struggle for it a bit, and you hear Lyris go, Do this. Do this, or your life is forfeit. And so, do me a favor. This one is going to be. Yeah, this is going to be a skirmish. So this is going to be an opposed skirmish. So what's going to happen is you both are going to roll a, skir- a skirmish roll, and whoever gets the higher roll wins. I'm going to push myself for this. All right, you take two stress. Is this desperate? Uh, yeah, desperate for both of you. And the effect is going to be great. All right. Oh god! Yeah. Wait. Oh, I didn't get my die. My extra die in there. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So make sure you take the two stress on this one. <laughs> did you and need so, the extra? <laughs> he didn't need the extra, but he did the extra just as a like a uh, sort of deal. I All right. See if I got a six. I didn't. <laughs> so. Uh, Lee, as you grab out, you realize that he's more—he's a lot more stronger than you realize. And he kind of just like uh, pushes forward, and you kind of like you—you you let go, and he takes a couple steps forward, and the guy turns to him and just goes, and he goes, "Hey, hey, 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 we're good, we're good. I'm just—he owes me money. You—you you just look the other way." And uh, for your crimes in life, you have been judged. And I pull the trigger. All right. So, uh, and so uh, basically, you guys turn, and he just unloads his pistol into this guy. It's only one shot. Okay, just one shot? Okay. The description. It's only one shot. Okay. And you just hear a as the the guy just gets hit, looks down at his chest because he hit him dead center, and he just goes, and he just slumps over to the floor. The other guy looks at you and just uh, looks up, looks down, days from retirement. and just goes, I'm, I'm out of here, and he just runs. And uh, locks the guard next to you, just turns, and he pulls out his gun and goes, what the, what the hell's going on here? Uh, hold, hold on, and I think he's like quickly, you know, doing the math in his head, be like, what happened? <laughs> Explain uh, yourself. Uh, Thomas, at this point, you actually have come fully to, and you have, uh, you're sitting there with the gun, smoking, and a dead body right in front of you. Uh, okay, I think Thomas needs um, <laughs> a role to, like, just, like, get himself together enough to come up with a decent lie. So, uh, that's great. So let's, let's see here. I, I think that's going to be a resolve roll, but I'm trying to figure... Which one do you think would be a good skill for that? Oh, I think like a resolve check is great. 
All right, let's do a resolve check. All right. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Goddamn Christ. Jesus Christ, Ted. <laughs> All right, I, I got some ideas. I have an idea. Oh, oh, what's in my body made me do it. <laughs> And so, and so he just, and so you literally just hear, uh, you just, you literally just hear Thomas just start word vomiting. Oh, my body made me do it. And I think, you know, uh, Locks goes, (laughs) oh, this is what happens when you hire new. Besides, do you really care that a piece of trash is off the street now? Looking back Uh, Jesus Christ. The guard who has his gun on Thomas, by the way, do me a favor. Roll me a... What do you think? Okay, so what you're trying to do here? So I'm trying to convince and be like, come on. You really don't care that that just happened. Be realistic with me. Uh, I want to okay. assist. Uh, like, okay. I'm appealing to the worst part of who these people are. Okay, so... I probably shouldn't help, but I'm going to help. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to help and be like... No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm about to say, Abner said that he would help, so we're good on that front. Uh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Hawk said they would help, so we're good on that okay. front. Okay. Uh, so you do have a bonus with that one. Uh, but the what skill do you think this is? Mm, so I'm trying to read the thing. It's not consorting. I almost feel like, I, like, because I'm swaying him again, just be like, come on now. Okay, all right. Then this one is going to be a sway. Are you going to push yourself? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you get two bonus dice. We're like, oh, we need a win right now. <laughs> All right, so what's it going to be? So this is going to be desperate, and the effect is going to be great. Well, as long as Ted doesn't roll, I think we're fine. Great. And then two bonus dice? Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, okay, that I... was almost bad. <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. this is going really well for us. It's, it's a really involved, interesting episode. Oh my god, this is going to be so much fun. I love this. Okay, so uh, you rolled a sway. Uh, you rolled four, three, and a one. So uh, he is going to look back at you, look at him, and just goes, Fine. Let's and go. I, and I think like he, he like pats the guy's arm and be like, Good, good, good. And he slides a gold coin in his pocket that I don't think he notices. Like, that'll be fun for him later. <laughs> And so, oh, surprise. and so he unlocks the door and goes, everybody through here now. And as he does so, uh, Thomas, do you follow immediately? Yes. And so as you follow immediately, he puts a hand like right on your chest and goes, you give me that gun now. Yes, take it. <laughs> and uh, he takes the gun and he makes sure that it's completely unloaded. And then he gives it back to you. Yep, misfires, man. Don't speak. And uh, he walks down the hall. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> and so, uh, you guys, so basically this, the, the to the uh, warden's, the vice warden's office is up the hall. It's like, a, there's a arch, like a, kind of like a walkway, kind of like a, like a skywalk, basically, that leads from the general population to the building surrounding that has the admin area where all the guard barracks are and everything. And so you guys walk up that, and you walk into the room, and there's a secretary there. And the secretary looks at you guys and just goes, and uh, says, they turns to you, and 
looks to all of you and just goes, Ah, hello! Ah, uh, yes, how can I help you? I think, you know, locks, locks forward. Yes, hello, I'm here on business of my father. And, you know, he pulls out the very important piece of parchment that has everything written. Uh, this is on the business of the Festival of Gold, you see. Uh, Deputy Warden Vince has already been uh, kept abreast of what's going on. And so they look at this. Now, let me ask you this. Is this a forged document at all? Or is this just is this a real thing? Nope, no, I, I wrote it. It's got the official you know, family crest. Being an elite in this actually carries some weight to it. Um, you know, you'd be surprised what you can do when you got money to do it. Um, so, you know, he, he wrote this up. You know, he's, he's done this before. This is an official document. There's no forging happening. Okay. So uh, they look over and they go, and they go, are you sure you want to stay here? Uh, we're currently dealing with a uh, inmate who murdered another inmate. So, uh, are you sure you want to stay here? It might not be too safe right now. Oh, I'm not. I'm not overly worried. I have my security contingent with me in case something happens. This is this is for the the good of good of the people. You needn't worry. We have the Lord protected. And they go, and they and they look at you for a second and go, right, all right, heading there. They'll be in there shortly. Excellent, thank you, my dear. And so you go into the office. You sit in the office, and uh, the door closes. And she says, "He'll be with you shortly. I'm sure he has to go deal with whatever happened out there first. And uh, closes the door. You guys have a free moment to talk now. So I think instead I want to survey the room because mm -hmm. like we are obviously pre like, so here's a, a better question before I, I do anything. Is there like, what's the makeup of this room? Is there like a window in there that might be one way near, or is that something I need to find out? So you would be something you would need to find out. So surveying would be a way to find that stuff. So I think that's what I would do. I'm trying to survey the room before I start asking. Cause I really honestly want to be like, Thomas. <laughs> okay, so roll me a survey. Uh, this right. is going to be risky and just standard effect. Risky standard. No bonus. No bonus. Nah, I don't find anything. You rolled a one, so you don't find anything that stands out. Right. Must so. be nice to roll a one, and the worst thing that happens to We're you is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, nothing happens. So I think okay, you know, in your defense, Ted, you rolled double ones. <laughs> that's, that's you like rolled the worst possible thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think you know he, he he's walking over because he's still unsure. He didn't find anything, but he goes, "Remind me to have a conversation with you, Thomas." Was it? Yes. Let's chat when we get back home, shall we? I figure many of you have questions. My only concern, my uh, pungent bread loaf, is that you are all right at the moment. Yes. Not you. I, I, I wasn't answering your question. I was agreeing with you. Must we do this every time? Every time, yes. Every time. <sighs> Thomas. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I suppose. Uh, about as okay as, uh, as you can be, I suppose. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. good. Remind me to refer to you to a man named Faust. I will. He, like, good. perks up at that. Like, okay. Good. 
As they're talking, uh, Lee is going about the room and going to the desk and trying to study the documents on there. All right. Uh, since you said the word study, let's do study. <laughs> this is going to be risky standing. Uh, yeah, you're looking at these documents and you, you kind of, you're looking at them a little bit and as you look th through them a little bit, you do see that the window, like, so the door has like two side windows on them. And as you kind of look down on them, you kind of glance and see that the uh, receptionist that lets you in earlier, it can see you looking at them. And so you're just like, oh, okay, not looking at those sort of deal. Yeah, I... I look at her and then just like quickly make my way back to uh, the, where the other guys are. Alrighty. And so, yeah, you are. Uh, and so is there anything else anybody else wants to do at the moment in this room? Um, is it possible? Like, I know, I know his name is Nigel. Is it possible for me to look up like what his last name is? So I'm not just calling out Nigel. Or having <laughs> locks call up Nigel. Sure. And so, uh, why don't you start with... Let's start with trying to find something in the room that can help you with that. Um, I'm probably going to go... After after we talked, uh, maybe try to go to the same like file area that Hawk was at. Okay. Uh, let's roll a survey and see what you find. Uh, why is it not doing the thing? Okay, there you go. Um, risky, I would assume. Uh, yeah, let's do a risky standard. Cool. Sorry, it opened a ton. Okay, no worries. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay, so that one's another one. And so this time around, uh, you once again make contact with the receptionist, who's just like, what? Who kind of looks at you like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And so uh, uh, eventually you move back to the other area, and as you do so, you hear someone come in and goes, and they goes, sorry about the wait. He'll be here shortly, but uh, please don't look at the uh, documents and everything. There's very... There could be something that's very important that uh, we just might not need you knowing about right now. Okay? Locks kind of like to himself, like, then why did you leave him in here uh, completely unsecured, you, you ninny? Uh, Lee is going to cough over that and go, uh, of course, ma'am. And I think Abner is, is just going to go, the Lord needs to know what he needs to know. And he goes, yes, and the deputy warden can tell you that when he gets here. But now, please remain where you're seated. Where I will stand, accent? thank you. <laughs> hey, where, uh, where, where are you coming from with that accent? <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. And with, and with that, uh, she closes the door. Uh, anything else from you guys? I don't think so. Thomas is just trying to stay out of the way, out of the way at this point. <laughs> And so, Thomas, you do hear just a small voice uh, next to you. It just goes, very good, Thomas. We'll talk later. <laughs> yes, yes, I thought that's what we agreed upon. Yes, of course. <laughs> good. 
And so, uh, and so eventually about 10 minutes go by and the door finally opens and enters uh, Deputy Warden Vince. And as he, he opens the door, he closes the door. He lets out a sigh, turns to you and goes, what the fuck, Westchester? Well, that's some way to say hello. Um... And he goes, oh, don't even right now. I get you in here for this particular meeting, and then you come in and shoot somebody? To be fair, I'm just as surprised as you are, but that's what happens when you hire skittish new help. What do you want? Well, you see, you know, he takes out the official piece of paper like we talked about this. As part of the festivities of the Festival of Gold, Father is okay with springing three people from prison and paying their bail, whatever it may be. And so he takes a look at it and he goes, Okay. You know I can't just let out killers and such, right? Even for the right price? Besides, they get sprung, you find them back again. You become the heroes. Everybody wins. Roll it. What are you doing with this one? <laughs> I, 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 like, I'm, I'm... Well, so, consort with connections from, you know, friends or rivals, and this guy is in under my friends list. So, consort might be on the table, but also, it also feels like a sway. Uh, I'm feeling like a consort on this one. Okay. All right, so consort. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for this particular one. another point that I think it's worth the stress. Uh, so with this particular one, because everything else has also happened, this is going to be a desperate roll. Desperate. And the effect is going to be great. Great effect. And since I have, I've got the first uh, plus another. Okay. Uh, so that means, in technically in talking about the game terms, is what's going to happen is you're going to roll two dice and you're going to take the higher one. So it'd be zero on the bonus dice then, or would it yeah, be one? Zero, yeah, zero on the bonus dice because you don't have anything, anybody helping you, and you're not pushing yourself. Okay, and here we go. I think we'll be okay. Well, shit. Okay, <laughs> I think we'll be fine. We hit both, so technically that is a critical success. And so, because uh, oh, in Blades in the Dark, especially if you roll a double six, that is a critical success. So, Locks, tell me, how do you convince this guy not to mention get more than what you asked for in this particular one? Because as of right now, he was only discussing one particular prisoner at a time. And I think he looks at him. Look, your secret's safe with me. And, you know, he takes a little bit to like, I know where you live. And you know I'm good for anything extra. So, you know, and he's got that, like, takes his monocle off and winks at him, like, oh, okay. Like, I, I know it's hard out there f for a person of your stature in the socioeconomic uh, structure of Onyx Vale. I can make it worth your while. But all I need is three people that I'm allowed to pick. Is that agreeable? Yeah. Fine. All right. Who? Don't. Then, uh, do we? To say, I'm pretty sure we discussed. That, uh, let's see, Hawk, you knew somebody, did you not? Yes, Mal. 
Ah, right. The help. Uh, and then Abner, did you have somebody? Uh, yes, there is someone named uh, Nigel. All right, so we've got Mal, and we have Nigel. And then, and he slips, you know, a couple extra coins. He's like, and then just pick somebody random you feel is very deserving. You're a man of honor, Vince. I know that. All right, fine. It's done. All right, now, you know, he picks out the the thing he puts at the bottom. Now, just to make it official... They're going to need to sign their names on that document and then feel free to file it away. And so he goes, Great. I suppose you wouldn't mean you wouldn't mind going and getting them yourself, though. We're currently in the middle of trying to, you know, solve a murder that happened on the premises. And he just looks back at Thomas, looks back at Vince. No, no, that's fair. Will we have anybody to help us? find these people, even if it's one, maybe two at the most. Ooh, okay, I feel like your crit's run out at this point. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, de- de- definitely, you know, <laughs> m- most certainly. Uh, this one's a sway. I feel like this one's a sway. Oh, yeah, this is definitely a sway. <laughs> okay, uh, sway, desperate great. Desperate great. Desperate and great. Submit, submit. So the answer is yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, the tables are going to turn, my friend. Yeah, we're turning. (laughs) Of course, like, you know, Ted front loaded the shitstorm. Now I've got the good stuff. Now we're about to take a U turn into shitstorm very slowly. It's just how it goes. Eventually, I'm going to have to make another roll, guys. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for our listeners at home, uh, Locks rolled a six. So that means everything went smoothly. And they go, yeah, fine. Uh, and he uh, goes on there and goes, Billings! Uh, and he opens the door to his reception. He goes, uh, give me Billings. And so Billings comes in. A few minutes later, Billings comes in and goes, there's that. And uh, you notice that Billings is like, he's that guy who's a few days from retirement. Uh. And he goes, Billings, help these fa- people find three, uh, three prisoners. He has those names. And he goes, oh, yes, I know who this one is. This one is in solitary. You sure, sir? And uh, Vince just nods. And he goes, all right, this one's in the yard. Uh, in fact, actually, he looks through the window. And he goes, yeah, he's right there. And you see him surrounded by a whole bunch of people. And then he goes, and then Nigel. Nigel's in a cell. That one should be easy. We'll go to Nigel first. Which one do you guys want to go to actual first? I think, uh, you know, uh, since let's get the, I'm kind of thinking group cell solitary is how I'm thinking. So just be like, no, let's, let's have a chat with the, the fellow over there in amongst the group and then we'll make our rounds. And you go, all right, suit yourself. And uh, so he leads you through these areas. And so um, as he walks you through the main area, you notice that one of the guys that you're currently going for, uh, going for uh, he is in kind of what looks like a fighting circle. And he definitely doesn't look like he wants to be in that fighting circle. Uh, but he's currently somewhat holding his own. 
I, I, I think, you know, Locks goes, hold on. I want to see how this man handles himself. And so I think that one's going to be a study. No, wait. Study or survey, you'll let you choose. <laughs> Even though you're supposed to, that's technically the game rules. <laughs> right. Yeah, study says study a person, document, item with close scrutiny. Okay. All right. Studi. What's this one? Uh, this one's just going to be risky standard. Risky standard. No bonus. So you sit there for a while, and as you do so, you notice uh, a couple of the gangs that are in there. And these are some of the people from, like, different gangs in the cities. Like, for instance, the uh, uh, Clockwork Union, the Mechanical Turks, and Abner, you notice the Boiler Brothers, are all looking up towards you guys uh, and seeing this and just like, huh. And they, their attention is kind of slowly eking upwards. But this guy is handling himself. Uh, he's definitely kind of uh, slick at the draw, so to speak. Um, using more... He's not punching these people. He's more um, using momentum to just move them around the area until they get tired of trying to hurt him. He's doing great, but occasionally he will catch a left hook and a, and a right hook. And, yeah. And right. so, as you do so... Sorry. As you do so, Billings goes, Ah, yes, that's one of your names that uh, Vince picked. His name is uh, Elon, Elon Kempt. And, uh, yeah. All right. Can you break up that fight and have him come here for me? I do have very minimal time to finish up this great act of charity. And uh, he looks down there and he goes, Well, myself. Oh, no. You can take some of my security contingent. And uh, he goes, All right. You three come with me. And so you guys head down there. And he goes, We're going to break this up. As Thomas goes with him, he kind of glances at Locke. like, okay. <laughs> Jesus is just like, he's mouthing, stay at the back. Okay. I think Ab- Abner, is, at least is vocally going to go, my lord, I don't think I need to go. <laughs> you stay in the middle. Let Hawk, Hawk, you go in the front. You're the one that can handle yourself out of this trio. Yeah, she's ready to knife already. Oh, oh, okay. About to shank a bitch. <laughs> All right. So you guys go down to the area, and uh, Sergeant Billings turns to you three and goes, "Look, I'm like four days from retirement. Any ideas how I break this up and I don't get killed?" Uh, maybe we pretend that he's in trouble, and that it's not a good thing that he's coming with us. Uh, he goes, all right, we could try that. I mean, it all depends if they actually let us through. So let's go. And so he opens the door and some of the guards turn, some of the inmates turn and kind of look and you hear kind of a a little bit of a quieting down and everything. And so how are you guys going to get attention? Because like the inner ring of the circles is still very much focused on the fight. Only I hadn't shot my gun. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be perfect. Um, I will say this much, Thomas. You do notice that uh, Billings does have a gun on him, but it's in its holster. 
Mr. Billings, uh, was it? If you want to clear the way, we could just, you know, make a big sound with your gun. Roll a sway. Oh, no. Anybody want to assist? (laughs) Oh, Billings ain't going to see retirement. (laughs) No, don't kill Billings. I like him. (laughs) Could I suggest a different course of action? Sure. I want to uh, say, no, 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 let's not use that coy yet. Uh, I think my whistle will get everyone's attention. And I want to use the whistle that will alert uh, uh, Jack. Uh, It'll alert who? Who? Who, Jack? Jack. My, uh, My hawk. Oh yes, fantastic! I'm glad we, I forgot about this. And so, new mechanic. Uh, yes. So, so uh, this is perfect. So Lee is playing a hound. A hound has a uh, pet with them for hunting. Uh, and so we see Lee step forward. They bring up two fingers to their lips, and you just hear the sound of a whistle. However, this whistle sounds different. This whistle has an ethereal mix to it. Uh, Lee, tell us about your hawk. Uh, he is a black ghost hawk named Jack. And he has been a companion, uh, to Lee since, um, basically since she became an adult in her family and it was given to her the same time. Uh, she, she got Jack the same time that she got a necklace from her family. It's, um, very much a tradition that has been passed down throughout the generations. All right. And so you guys see this necklace kind of like glowing as you see basically the ground softly rumble and a hawk lands on hawks. (laughs) And everybody just kind of stops and just looks at it like, whoa, what the fuck? Sort of deal. You have their attention now. She's going to yell out, that one comes with us and points to the guy that they're trying to get out. And uh, as you point to the one that the guys are trying to get out, uh, everybody else just goes, oh, God damn it. And they just kind of like all start, all start just moving away and the circle kind of breaks up and everything. And the guy just looks around and points to himself like, Me? Yes, you. Come on. He stands up, brushes off his pants a bit, and goes, all right. And uh, he walks over to you and goes, uh, what do you all need with me? Congratulations. You're getting out. Let's go. All right, cool. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he just follows you guys. <laughs> And uh, Billings goes, well, shit, that's a neat trick. You want a job? I'll keep that in mind. And so he opens the door and starts, he talks a little bit about the job as he walks up. And uh, Locks, what was your reaction? to? What was everybody else's reaction to seeing Hawk do this? I think, you know, he studied all of them. Like, you know, he's almost Batman. <laughs> you, you know, trying try, try to learn these people, just like, oh, ghost hawk. Nice. 
you know, just, just very pleased. Cause like, I think he saw Thomas, like, you know, they're far enough away. He couldn't hear him, but he's pointing at the, <laughs> at the fire. I'm going, no, we've had one misfire already today. Let's not have another. Um, but you know, as they, as they bring him back, like, congratulations, son, you have been blessed from the festival of gold. You are now free to walk as a free man out of the prison. I just need you to sign here. All right, cool. And uh, he signs it and he goes, so uh, do I get like a ride back to town or do I just just go? (laughs) Why don't you head on out? Uh, And he gives him a coin. Be like, this will get you where you need to go. And show them, if you flip it over, it's got the Westchester seal on it. That'll They know that I have come, and you are free to go. <laughs> All right, awesome. And uh, he turns, he just walks out, and walks out. All right. Let's go see Nigel, shall we? All right. So in the meantime, uh, for friends and everything, I want you all to put... Elon Kempt, E-L-A-N-K-E-M-P-T. If you ever try to reach out to him again, it could be interesting. He could be a, a good associate. Just saying. Uh, and so, you guys go E-L-A-N-K-E-M-P-T. K-E-M-P-T. Good at fighting question mark? <laughs> good at stuff. Judo-con. He could punch things. Alright, so uh, you guys go into uh, you guys go into the um, you guys go into solitary confinement and as you do so uh, Billings tells the guard about it and the guard goes Mal! You got some visitors? And eventually you see a person come forward. He kind of has a black eye. He grabs the the gate, looks at it, and just and he, he looks at he looks at all of you, and he just kind of gets a knowing smirk. Congratulations, you have been blessed from the festival of gold. You need to sign right here. That way, we know it's officials for court documentation. But I will give you a gold coin. You will show them the Westchester seal on the back, and you are free to go. And uh, as he does so, he kind of like puts up his hand, and you notice that all of his fingers are missing. And he goes, "He goes, yeah, I'd sign it, but uh, missing my digits." Fair enough. A simple X, however you may do so, will suffice. And so he grabs the pen and just puts an X on there. And uh, he goes, "Well, I get my stuff back." Billingsworth, can he? And uh, he looks at you and goes, there's Billings. Yeah, just go, before you check out, go back to uh, inventory. They'll get you all your stuff. And is there anything else you want to say to this particular guy? How about you, Hawk? Yeah, Hawk is going to go, you know, be on the lookout out there. Ah, ah, yes, Hawk. If you want, I suppose you could escort Sir over to inventory, could you not? Of course. And so... You may take leave. 
And so you guys will walk over there. In the meantime, you guys are also going to head over to Nigel. Let's go with Hawk and Mal for a second. And he goes, you know. And so after a little bit, when you guys are out of earshot, he goes, you know, I honestly thought you were going to leave me high and dry. I wouldn't do that to you. And he goes, <laughs> you're a good one. So uh, here's where things are going to get a little hanky. I want my hand back. Getting you out comes with some strings. And apparently you know something that other people want to know. Oh, what was it about, huh? I'm guessing they didn't send you to get me out, did they? They did, but they didn't tell me why or if you were in any in any danger afterward. Okay. Uh, is that? Do you feel like that is an actual lie, or is that the truth? Uh, I feel like that's an that's a lie based on the truth. <laughs> Okay, so this is going to be... <laughs> it's the truth from a certain point of view. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a story. We Star wars it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that'll be a sway, and this one will be risky st- uh, standard. See, I can Kenobi this. And so you rolled a five and a five, and you have... A, it's a zero dice, so you take the lowest result, so a five. Uh, and so he kind of looks at you and he goes, all right, well, if you want to, I'm sure I can find another hand. Let's get out of here. And, uh, you guys head to inventory and really and truly, uh, for this particular part, there's not going to be anything extra to it. So you guys had to do that. You get all the stuff and you get out. In the meantime, you guys make it to the regular cell block and Billings, he stops before it and goes, all right, this is uh, Nigel Cornwallis. Nigel! You got visitors. Congratulations, sir. You have been blessed by the Festival of Gold and are now a free man. Please step this way, sign this document, and you'll be on your way. Nigel looks at him and goes, Really? Oh, shit, mm-hmm. I another... He's like, oh shit, I had another 30 years in here. Well, it's a brand new thing that the upper crust is raining blessings upon the lower. And you have won. And he goes, oh shit, here I thought eat the rich. All right. (laughs) And uh, so he signs it. And then he looks up and he sees Hugh Abner and he just goes, hello. Do I know you look familiar? Uh, Abner is out loud going to go, no, you know nothing of me. Um, but as he, as Nigel is leaving the cell, he's going to put his uh, hand on his on his arm and go, I told you, my lemon tart, I would get you out. Let's roll a sway. <laughs> okay. Wait uh, turn. Risky? Yeah, risky standard. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I'm really so- good at sway. <laughs> Right, so in so this is a little bit of a flashback to the previous session. Andre had to do a lot of heavy lifting, and Andre ended up leveling up his uh, resolve skill because of that. And so Andre has three action points in Sway, and so he rolled a six, a four, and a one. And you'll take the highest one, so it was six, 
And yeah, he's like, and he just goes, oh, he, he just looks back at you and whispers, oh, you shaky devil. I know, my darling tartlet. Now, please go. I have a job to do. And so, yeah, uh, Billings goes, well, that's all of them. Do you need guided back out or uh, are you all good to go? If you wouldn't mind, my good sir, you've been so kind to us and so professional. Yes, Billings, please help. Yes, please, please escort us back out. All right. And uh, he he basically guides you guys back out to where your cart is, and you find the three people there. Right. And, and I, I think he, like, Lox is going to turn to Billings. And Billings, thank you very much. A little blessing yourself from the Festival of Gold, and he gives him a gold piece. Oh, shit. This is a great retirement present. Thank you, sir. And uh, he turns- now don't spend that all in one place now. You have an entire retirement to look forward to. Yeah, I do, don't I? Yeah, I do. And uh, he walks back into the prison. And so the three people are outside of the prison. Is there anything else you want to say to them before you go? Or do you guys just go? I, I think he, like, he turns like, congratulations, gentlemen. You have been chosen by the first blessing of the Festival of Gold to walk free. I hope you use the second chance to do great things in the community. And... Uh, uh, and uh, I think uh, he's going to pull the other guys to the side that was, you know, fighting in the ring mm-hmm. and just be like, by the way, there's a place called the Milkmaid's Jacket. If you're looking for work, I believe you could be a useful sort. Sure. All right. You got me out of prison, so I can do that. Perfect. I think and... Abner is going to talk to Nigel and pull him yeah. to the side and just go, as I said. I have gotten you out, not on the terms that we had originally agreed upon, but you are now out. If you require my assistance, or should I require yours, I will ask you to come to Midmate's jacket. And he goes, all right, I'm going to do that. No, I pretty much owe you anyway. So. <laughs> oh, darling, my little lemon tart, <laughs> you are absolutely lovely. I will see you perhaps soon. All right. And so, and then is it, uh, do you want to say anything to Mal? I think, you know, everybody's waiting to like turn around like, Hawk, I believe you have business with Mal. Yes. uh, We need to go see an old associate. All right. And so you guys hop into the carriage and everything, and uh, you guys get a little bit farther away from the prison, and you do happen to see another cart there. And during this time, you notice Mal's looking kind of cagey, and he goes, So, uh, and he, he looks at you and goes, So what's this about? Sergeant seems to believe that you have something on the police chief. He looks down and goes, I knew this breakout was too good to be true. So you do have something. It's good to share burdens among friends. And he goes, you know you're bringing me to, he knows he's going to kill me the moment you give me over to him. That is something that we will deal with at the time. Now please tell us what you know. Shit. All right. Well, 
You know this thing. Okay. Let me ask you this. You ever heard of the Nightingales? The name is vaguely familiar, but not to any great detail in my head. Why? He goes, the Nightingales, they're, uh, they're an independent hospital corps, basically. They're kind of like a hospital corps, but they, you know how the hospital corps charges them like an arm and a leg and everything? No, absolutely I do. Well, some people think that the hospital corps is trying to get a little bit more money on the side. And they believe the ones bringing people into the hospital corps to get money on the side is the police chief. So, uh, nobody has been able to confirm that, but my guess is by this happening, it's, you know, there's at least some notion to it. Hmm. It doesn't surprise me one bit. And he goes, now... I've been straight up with you, and I told you what's going to happen. And I assure you right now, you give me over to the sergeant major, I'm good as dead. Now, my cards are all on the table, and I'd really like not to die. Hawk, this is uh, your compatriot here. We're going to make sure that he does not die. Perfect. And I think we ought to head straight to the milkmaid's jacket and introduce you to Vasili. He's a very smart man and knows some things. I would like to ask, Mm -hmm. how do we know we can trust you? And he goes, well... And he he kind of chuckles and goes, what, I don't have a trustworthy face? (laughs) I do appreciate levity in a time of great desperation. Hawk is going to interject and go, uh, I trust him with my life. Is that, if that's not enough for you all, then you can walk away now. Oh, dearest sugar cookie, of course I trust you. If you trust him, I will trust him as well. But let's hope he does not betray us. And I'm going to like stare him dead in the eyes as I say that. Make sure you call him a smelly bakery item that really gets them. That's Roll not com- helpful, thank you. Roll a command. <laughs> I feel like that's a command right there. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, what's the position? Here's the U-turn. It's coming! The position is risky and the effect is limited. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Look to establish dominance. Hey! <laughs> that's a one and a four. So you have Nailed zero it. dice in that one, so you got a one. <laughs> he looks and he goes... <laughs> I like your friends. This is fun. Let's go to the Mates Tavern. And uh, that is where we're going to end our score. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. And when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, we'll debrief from the score. We'll be back shortly. Bye. (laughs) Good. Meanwhile, 
Fantastic that we come back on that. So, uh, welcome back. Uh, the score is finished. Got a got a little touch and go there for a bit. <laughs> I fine. should be in jail. <laughs> like we got to shoot somebody and walk out of a prison. It's <sighs> the American dream. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ooh, spicy take. All right. On that note, (laughs) um, so let's talk about reputation. First and foremost, uh, you will score two rep by default. Uh, Since this is a higher tier, uh, then you'll get three rep. Okay? Uh, You get three reputation. Uh, However, you also are going to gain heat for this one. You're going to get two heat for the thing to begin with. And you're going to get another two heat for the kill. Okay. Every time you murder someone in Blades in the Dark, that counts as plus two heat. Okay. So for the payoff for this job, since you got them out, you will get four coin for all of you. You can either divvy that up or you can just put that straight into your hold. What do you guys want? What does that mean? So, in Blades in the Dark, uh, especially with your gang, the Recluse, they have a hold. That means if you want to go and uh, get more things, you have to save up money for it. (laughs) Dad. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And so, basically, you are now trying to determine, like, uh, you're trying to determine uh, how this stuff is like and so basically determining like what do we put in there and what do we keep for ourselves now obviously the characters can't carry more than four coin at a time Mm -hmm. um and so that is something that we'll have to help you'll have to consider that however uh for now uh Basically, you're going to determine, do we want to put that all into our hold and use that to upgrade? Because you guys are really close to actually getting a, another tier in the, uh, in the, uh, for your crew. I think if, for Locks, like he's all right with taking his share and just tossing it in since it's like, if I need anything financially, I know where I can get it. Fair. Same I'm also with cool to Hawk. throw mine in there. I'm pretty, I'm pretty doing. I'm doing okay on cash. What about you, Abner? I think I, I think I'm good, but I definitely want to look at locks and go, "Oh, how lovely to have that luxury." <laughs> I mean, it's both a blessing and a curse. I'm sure it is. So, uh, let's see here. I'm just. I'm sorry. I need to relook up stuff with in regards to reputation. So when you complete a score, your crew earns two reputation. If the score is higher, you get three. And then, oh, you guys are at 11 out of 12. So close. We're so close on that one. So uh, you're still at a weak hold and everything, so we'll kind of go from there. But when we hit that upgrade, we'll hit that upgrade, and we'll talk about that in a later episode. So uh, you guys got paid four uh and uh abner are you keeping the money with you uh no i can i can let my share go and so now uh hawk what do you tell uh what do you tell 
the sergeant major. Um, I tell the sergeant major that uh, he can see Mel, Mal as long as I'm there, and then we're leaving as soon as he's done with him. Hmm. Okay. And so, uh, and so we cut forward a little bit. Is everybody else with uh, Hawk during this interaction? Think it'd I would wise. like to be. Okay, and so everybody else is there. You guys all get together and you meet up with... Uh, I, th- I think Lox is going to try to find a, a more removed position because at the end of the day, it's like he's been gone. So uh-huh. he still has that strong alibi and he'd like to maintain that as long as possible. Okay, and is everybody else with Hawk or a, at a different area? I'm down to be with Hawk, yeah. If I'm still in disguise, I would be with Hawk. Okay. And so the Sergeant Major comes in. The Sergeant Major comes in, and he's with uh, Andrews and Cartwright. But uh, Thomas, you do not see Jack there. And so he goes, So, I see you got him. Why don't you hand him over? There's no need for that. You can ask him all the questions you want here. Oh, there isn't no questions I want to ask him. He knows what I know. He has to die for it. It's the whole reason I told you to get him out. This is new. He's not dying for anything. And I and I put my hand on uh, my pistol that I've retrieved. And so, uh, and he just goes, fine, deal's off. Mal, have watch over that shoulder of yours. And uh, he just turns and walks away. Lee's going to turn to Mal and go, we always keep each other safe. And he goes, yeah, but it sounds like you all just put a major target on your back for me. We'll deal with it. And he nods and goes, all right, oh, if you need my help, you know where to, you know where to find me. Of course. Overwatch. Uh, Alrighty, so uh, if anybody else, anything else with Mal, otherwise we're going to go into our downtime. Okay. Alright, so because of that interaction, uh, you guys, so what was going to be, if you turned him over, you were going to lose a wanted level. However, because of that, you gained four heat. You are all... You are almost to your second wanted level. But we'll get into what that's going to be later. In the meantime, uh, and so in the meantime, what's going to happen is we have now entered uh, we have now entered the downtime. So who would like to go first? And would you would people like to do stuff together? I'd like to reduce heat with somebody. 
I know I've got a target on my back and everyone else's now. So I want to help get I, that I away. What? I'm sorry, what? Reduce heat. Who would like to join in reducing heat with uh, with uh, talk? I think that, uh, I've got a question. Like, you know, Archibald was uh, operating on official noble business and was not present at least visually in that exchange. So mm -hmm. would he have, the, would he have the need to reduce heat? Well, technically uh, the Sergeant major knows of the recluse entirely. So this is just, this is heat for the recluse. Ah, for the recluse in general. Okay. Yep. So basically it, it's found out that we, we were responsible yes. for all of this. Yes. And because of you guys not turning them over, the sergeant major just went, no, whatever happened at the prison was because of the recluse. Gotcha. So. I think Locke has a, you know, he's got another duty thing to take care of. He's like, I must away back to the Westchester estate. I have things to discuss with my father. And uh, you, Thomas. Yes. Seek, seek out Faust the librarian. And then he turns and finds a carriage and heads off what? to the Westchester estate. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Where? How? Did he just leave? Okay. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Uh, all right. And so he literally obeyed. <laughs> Exwent. All right. Uh... And so, since we're with Archibon currently, uh, Archibon, what is he, what is you, what are you going to do for your downtime? You have two actions. So, you know, his. I think no, we're going to indulge in, indulge in the vice because mm -hmm. um, he's he the entire day he's been operating on noble business. So there's an obligation to finish up business dealings with his father. Mm -hmm. um, so he's going to go and have a conversation with that, but he's hoping to segue. Um, cause he can see an ongoing PR battle in the, in the press mm -hmm. and got to have another conversation with daddy, <laughs> you, you know, it, and he's, uh, it, it, you know, part of those business conversations. All right. So let's indulge the vice. All right. Indulge the vice. That'd be zero on the bonus dice. Yep. Four. So Oh, oh, you're really bad at indulging the vice. Oh, and I'm so, really good at it. I mean, you're really good at it, but the thing is, you have three trusts, so that means you overindulge. Too good at it. <laughs> um, and so, for the overindulgence, uh, as you're talking about that stuff, you happen to ma ma like you happen to say like, "No, I know who actually did it." So that game overshare. You you overshare a little bit about it, and your That's, father's think, able to uh, your father's that. able to put together that like oh you overshared, and you notice that you know who killed that. He knows that you know who killed that person, right? No, he, you know because he's trying to say like no the the people were very very wild by the act of generosity, but I think you know his uh, vice is opulence and obligation. So mm -hmm. of course, strong drink seems to be his. Uh, uh, particular like extra spicy weakness so of course you know we had a nice brandy with this and you know four in <laughs> all wow. right fantastic so you have one more downtime action what would you like to do 
Uh, remind me what I can do during downtime. So during downtime, what you can do is, uh, so you have the option of acquiring an asset for, uh, this area. You can start a long-term project or you could recover. You don't have anything recover or, uh, you could train. What does training do? So... When you spend time in training, you get to mark one experience point on the XP track for an attribute or a playbook advancement. Mm -hmm. And if you have the appropriate crew training upgrade unlocked, you can mark uh, one XP for for crew upgrades. However, you don't have that, so you can only so no. uh, you can only mark one XP. So for one of those two, so acquiring an asset. Mm -hmm. Go on. So acquiring an asset is basically like. Uh, getting a special item that's good for your gang. That means a cohort, a cohort which could be an expert, a vehicle, or a service. I think, you know, now after talking with Father, he had a few names. I think he's going to try to make some connections at a printing press for one of the newspapers. Mm -hmm. And I have a special talent called Connected, which gets me plus one result level when I acquire an asset or reduce heat during downtime. Okay. So I think that's what I want to do. Like uh, to get the asset of you know trying to make some friends at a printing press in high places. All right. So uh, you are going to roll a six-sided dice, and depending on this, it determines the quality of the asset you get. So just slash R D six. Yep. Oof. <laughs> so it's a really, really small printing press. No, no, no. This is a this is a tabloid rag, basically. <laughs> well, we gotta start somewhere. Okay, oh, so question. Yes. I so, oh yeah, I forgot yeah, you get a plus one plus three. So three. three. Alright, so with the that you get uh basically uh it's still a very low tier, but it's not as bad. It's okay. not a tabloid rag. <laughs> it's not a tabloid rag. It's something a little bit better than a tabloid rag. Okay. Uh, however, if you're going to, let's say, expand upon it, you were, if you acquire the same asset again, you can get a plus one dice to the roll, making it up higher. Okay. Uh, if you continue to reacquire this asset every time, you can effectively rent it indefinitely. And okay. so... Uh, if you want to acquire an asset permanently, you can either gain it as a crew upgrade or working as on it as a long-term project to set up permanent acquisition. Is this something you want to do as a long-term project? I think so, because right now, you know, he was in a place where he could overhear everything. And, you know, the way that you win affection is through misinformation. Uh, so I, I think getting as many media outlets like newspapers and stuff to get it in the hands of the common folk and try to win it to our side like a modern day Robin Hood is probably a good way to go. Alright, so no, uh, you can start a new clock on yours. And uh, let's do an eight. An eight. And with that three, you are going to let's see here. You are going to add one segment. Okay. And this is towards the acquiring of a printing oh, press for newspaper many. purposes. Too many, too many, too many. Clear it out. 
No, too many. There we go. All righty. And so uh, let's go on to the next person. Uh, and so who's going with Hawk to reduce heat? Uh, I can do that. And then I've got something I want to do after. Okay. All righty. So uh, Hawk, how do you and... Uh, how do you and Tom, how, Lee, how do you and Thomas go into reduce heat? I think we go and talk around town and, uh, find out the best way to, um, uh, like kind of cut off the gossip at the source and be like, ah, oh, nah, that's not what happened. And, and try to sway other folks to be like that wasn't them or so then uh here's what i'm gonna say uh i've got some people that can help with that fantastic let's roll uh what you're gonna do is you're gonna roll a sway and you can add a bonus dice for the people that can help with that and let's see how much you reduce heat by are you taking this one uh yeah, uh Hawk, you roll it. Alright, is it risky? Uh let's just do yeah, risky's fine. Risky standard. And for the people to help us. That's a bonus dice. Yep. Okay, so with that you are able to basically uh knock down the heat by uh, one. Unfortunately, suck at their job. And unfortunately, you're able to get around a little bit, but the Onyx Vale is fast. All right, and so uh, after that one, uh, Hawk and Thomas, you each have one activity each. What would you like to do? Uh, I I can go. Um, I I guess I will go seek out this uh, Faust the Librarian character in hopes to I don't know I, I you know just to figure out what the hell uh, uh, Locke wanted for me to find out I guess. Fantastic. So this is going to be a, a uh, one of your long term projects. And so uh, here's what I'm going to say. Let's roll. What skill would you think would be good for this? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I just went to go see someone because the man with the funny voice told me to. Gotcha. So basically, uh, as you show up to this area, you hear a voice just go, ah, come in. Yes, you can come in. Hi, um, um, a mutual acquaintance sent us, sent me. And so you see a person kind of just like reading a book and they look like they're to be reading it very quickly. As they look up and everything, you see that they have really big zoomed in, like they have glasses on, you know, those type of glasses where there's different lenses that zoom in. And he looks up and he has really big eyes and he just goes, ah, yes, who? 
I forgot Chris's character's name. I just know his <laughs> alias. Does that voice come in like Archibon Westchester? <laughs> yeah, that voice could just go Archibon Westchester. How? Why are you helping me? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Archibon Westchester sent me to see you. And he goes, ah, yes, 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 yes. He uh, told me a little bit about you. Very weird. Killed somebody. Made the very, you made the mess. Yeah, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. And uh, so, okay, yes. And I so. Think, I think I like Faust. <laughs> and so uh, he looks at you. He, he kind of comes up, puts his hands on his hips, and he looks at you for a bit. And he goes, ah, okay, let's see here. Ah, yep. You got spirits on you. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, I know that part. And he goes, well, then why didn't you say so? What am I doing here? I don't know. I don't go around saying that, like, I've got an ancient spirit attached to me that tells me to do stuff every now and then. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you know the spirit's name? Yes. Um, he is Leurus. Leurus. Ooh, all right. Here, give me one moment. And so you can now roll... Let's roll a study. Okay. That I can and basically, do. this is going to learn, help you learn how to learn ghost shit, basically. Hell yeah. Uh, so you can click study, no bonus. Actually, one plus one bonus dice because you're helped with uh, um, Faust. Okay. Four. And so with a four... Uh, Basically, you get to add um, you get to add two segments to it, technically. TikTok. And so, uh, yeah, and so you get a little bit closer to figuring that out a little bit more. Cool. In the meantime, let's check in with Hawk. Hawk, what's the last thing? What's the last downtime downtime project you do? I'd like to train, but can I train Hawk? Oh, uh, my Hawk Jack. Yeah, go for it. And we'll talk a little bit later about what that looks like. Sweet. All right. And so, uh, last but not least, Abner. Abner, what are you doing? Um, I think Abner, if I can get a room with the milkmaid's jacket, Abner is just going to get smashed. <laughs> right. Uh, roll me the vice. Sample. Well, I mean, he has ridiculously high stress. So, I have a lot of stress. The fact that um, he didn't go down for like the stress trauma is actually pretty impressive for this one. Delta Vice, uh, zero. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Did he uh, overindulge too? He did overindulge. Oh, Ab- nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Abner, who has uh, five stress, rolled a six. So he overindulged. Uh. And so basically, after a while, though, uh, after a while, the person who actually runs the bar here at the Milkmaid's Jack is named Tess and everything. And just Tess looks to you and just goes, all right, I ain't going to serve you anymore. Your bill's already pretty high and you haven't paid any of it yet. <laughs> but, darling. <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, meat bread. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more, only one more. And and she goes no. And just because you're a recluse, I haven't thrown you out yet. You're cut off. So, in regards to that, you're gonna 
for in regards to that, for at least the next two sessions, you're cut off from using this place as a vice. Oh. Uh, if you want to do something else, look like go somewhere else and find another vice, you can. Um, a, how much stress did that reduce? Uh, that reduced all of your stress because you had five. Yay! <laughs> um, I think I'm just gonna go home and sleep it off now. Alright, and so that's what Abner does. And, yeah, and so as we see Abner kind of walk down the street, we do stumble. see a pa- <laughs> stumble down the street. We see a paperboy there, and it's Tobias, and he goes, Extra! Extra! Read all about it! Current poll and governor- governatorial race has Governor board- Councilman Bordeaux leading 30% over current governor! And that is where we end our session. All Yay. right. <laughs> we lived. Yay. No so this is, uh, this is uh, Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners, a Blades in the Dark podcast uh, presented to you by Des Moines and Dragons. I am your host, Tim Williams, and I'm joined by Chris Tedford, Andre as uh, Thomas... Uh, <laughs> You want to try that again and back up a yeah. little bit? Yeah. yeah, let's back up a little bit. Let's try this again. Okay. Uh, outro part two. Yeah, let's do the outro part two. And go. All right. Fuck, I'm blanking. <laughs> 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 okay. Hello. Uh, okay. So. Uh, I'm keeping all this in, like, just for yeah. flavor text. Hey, Fine. this has been uh, Blades in the Dark podcast presented to you by Des Moines and Dragons. Uh, Tim has been the DM. Andre has been Abner. Tedford has been Thomas. Callista, they have been Hawk. And I am Chris Williams, the mastermind lock. You want to take the rest of it now? Yes, I do, because I apparently can't talk today. So if anybody else has anything else they would like to talk about for the end of the session or plug, please do so now. Uh, yeah, anybody who has anything they want to plug? So I'm really good at outros, evidently. Um, yeah, plug that. <laughs> anybody's out there looking. Nothing. I got nothing. I, I've done what I could. All right. Well, uh, Andre, I know you have a show, so would you like to plug that? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where we are at the time that this airs, but I'm working currently working on November. This will be November... Uh, November 21st, right before Thanksgiving. It will have already happened, but I did a show at the point that you're listening to it at um, called Stabby Stab Stab, which is about the two girls who attempted to murder one of their friends to get to the Slenderman Mansion. Real real great. I'm very excited about it. I haven't done it yet, but by the time you hear it, I definitely have done it. That's it. That's, That's me. All right, fantastic. And so, yeah, we will see you guys on November uh, 21st. And, yeah, everybody say bye. 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 All right, fantastic. Man, I had it. I don't know what was going on. Hit the stop button. (laughs) Do the stop.
Onyx Vale, Saints and Sinners.